The Trumpet Daily Program begins right now. Today's world news, what it means, where it's taking us. I bring you the one and only possible message of world peace. This is a message of hope, tremendous hope. And he said unto me, you must prophesy again. The Trumpet Daily Program begins right now. This economy is killing people. It's breaking the backs of the American people. And then you throw the border situation on top, which isn't getting better. They know about it. We're complaining about it. The media is talking about it. And yet this government does not do anything about it. This is exactly part of their plan. Mm. They want to reinvent America. Or like Obama said, fundamentally transform America. This is part of a plan. And uh, unfortunately, the American people are the victims of the plan of this administration. Our city here in Eagle Pass, we've been getting slammed with two to three thousand people a day, and it's just a, an unfair, unethical situation. What's going on here in Eagle Pass? We feel ignored by the federal government. You know what Governor Abbott is doing um, is, quite frankly, it's reckless. You know, I had a delegation to actually um, go to the border and see firsthand. Um, the challenges that our bordering states and our bordering cities are experiencing right now. Yeah, I think that Denver is now ground zero for America's migrant crisis. We are at this moment now the single largest recipient city of any city in America per capita. We actually have more than two times as many migrants as the as the next city behind us based on our population. We received more than a hundred buses in the last month alone, as you mentioned, more than 35,000 over the last year. And so we are working hard to try to help those folks integrate successfully, but we are hitting real challenges. Okay, I want to talk about work authorization in just a minute, but first, I'm listening to you describe this. Why Denver? Why are you absorbing the most migrants right now? Yeah, it's actually simple geography, which is we are the first big city north of El Paso. So you go straight up I-25 from El Paso and Denver is the shortest route. It's the cheapest bus ticket for Governor Abbott or other folks from Texas to send people. And so because we're the closest major city, that's where they send folks, even though many of them aren't desiring to come to Denver in the first place or have no family or networks here. As buses continue to arrive in the city of Chicago and all over the country, the type of chaos that has been administered has left many of our local economies under a tremendous amount of duress. We cannot do this alone. We need more support from the federal government. There you have it, mayors from across the country. The, the guy at the top of that cold open had it right. This is all part of the plan. <laughs> Fundamental transformation, America under attack. You're listening to Stephen Fleury, and this is the Trumpet Daily. We appreciate you joining us on today's show. Of course, you can get to the live video stream of this show at TrumpetDaily.com. Also at the Rumble channel, rumble.com forward slash Trumpet Daily. Over there, you can join in on the conversation and also give us the Rumble thumbs up. Lots to get to on today's show. A little bit of a lighter show as it was yesterday. Uh, Lots of comments (laughs) following the blooper reel from 2023. We'll get to those in just a moment as well. The last shows of the year, the calendar year, they're they're always the easiest for me because uh, the heavy lifting, that's taken care of in the control room. So uh, Sam, Jesse, and the gals supporting them have been doing uh, their work to put together all of the, the montages that uh, you'll enjoy these next couple of days. Tomorrow, of course, is the 
the day for the mega montage. I'll just be, uh, I'll be in front of the camera for maybe two, three minutes and then kicking back and enjoying the show as you do every day. So I'm looking forward to that. Today we've got the, uh, the special, I guess you could say it's the blooper reel for, uh, for the country, for the United States. It's, it's America-centric, I guess. Uh, but as you watch it, yeah, I guess there are some funny moments, but there's also some moments where you, uh, you kind of want to cry as well. We'll get to that. Uh, that's just 11 minutes, but uh, that gives you kind of the sweeping craziness from the clown world of uh, 2023. We'll come to that in just a little bit as well. We also have a World Watch uh, lined up for today. We won't have time for it tomorrow, so we'll, we'll try to squeeze it in to the Thursday show of uh, the Trumpet Daily. But Joe Biden... You've, you've got the input from all of the, the mayors of, of some of America's biggest cities, and he's off vacationing in the Caribbean. Uh, I, I forget the count. Something like 400 and some odd days. He's been, he's vacationed basically like 39% of his presidency. Of course, he's not even really the legitimate president. He's just the puppet. But still, I mean, when you have a wide open border... And when you have President Trump just came out with a new ad this morning, I should have queued it up, but uh, it's going to resonate with ordinary citizens and, and not just at the southern border. I mean, people like you heard in the opening there, people in Denver, people in Chicago, people in New York, as they welcome in two, three thousand migrants every week. Our cities, our cities are, are breaking down because of this. And the, the fake president, he's off. He's off on vacation. He's certainly not attending to these, these many crises. He's off vacationing. He's off at the beach yet again. And of course, the regime media, for their part, they're focusing, as I said yesterday, they're focusing on the bad orange man, Donald Trump. All things Trump. Three years of this, this fake administration. 15 years of this attack on the United States. And the only thing that they can think about is Donald Trump. This is Peter Strzok. Of all people, listen to him talk about Trump on uh, one of the, the talk shows, Clip 3. Well, my biggest concern is that we have the presumptive Republican nominee for president who has and continues to engage in calls for violence from his supporters. That Donald Trump is not constraining any of his behavior. His words result in violent action. It isn't stopping. He is well aware of what's going on. And I think whatever we see coming out of the Supreme Court, there is going to, they can't unwrite the 14th Amendment. There is going to have to be some provision that if somebody engages in insurrection, that that does potentially disqualify them from the presidency. Get Trump. This is the guy who, he's speaking of violence. This is the guy who attacked Donald Trump for the entirety of Trump's presidency. And uh, he's talking there about how Donald Trump is inciting violence. We got into this yesterday, so I don't need to rehash it. But still, these individuals that persecute Donald Trump, they get promoted. <laughs> they get a, a, a cushy job at one of the news networks. 
the blooper reel from yesterday, by the way. We played that just at the end of the show. You can get to that. All of our shows are posted after the fact at TrumpetDaily.com and also at the Rumble channel. It was just for three minutes, but it, uh, it was a pretty fun three minutes, as many of you remarked. This is uh, a few emails. We'll cover this here at the top of the show. It says, great job on the blooper reel. It's hilarious. It's good to have a bit of well-placed humor to offset the, the stress and irritation of all the insanity going on around us. He's, one of them uh, wrote, I'll get to it later, but they said, you know, instead of, instead of guys like Peter Strzok or the MSNBC cold opens, maybe you should just start with uh, something humorous with the blooper reel each day because there's just so much insanity in the world of today. It says here, uh, but poor Miss Loker, just an aide if you saw the scroll, the, the credits at the end. We had the long titles for everyone except for Audrey Loker, who, by the way, just got engaged. She's engaged to be married in March. We're the team here at Trumpet Daily. So excited. They're hollering in the control room. Even as I speak, March, she, she gets married. Beautiful Audrey. And she's got all the brains to go with it. Perfect, perfect match for, uh, for young Danny. We're excited about uh, their marriage. I think they're going to be married right here in Edmond. Excuse my diversion. It says, this is the number one news source for us, Trumpet Daily. Have a great day, everyone. Another one writes here, I love the funny moments of 2023. I can only imagine how much laughter there was between Sam and Jesse when they were compiling those clips. But poor Audrey, she didn't get a word salad title. <laughs> lots of love. Lots of love for Audrey. Another one here says, uh, good, but I was hoping for more clavicles. Not enough clavicles humor in the, uh, the end of the year bloopers reel. We'll remember that. For next year, although I don't know if clavicles will be out with comments about clavicles, but in any event, you, you can't forget the, uh, the very sobering comments about the clavicles lady. This one comes from Canada. It says, my two-year-old son really enjoyed the lighter Trumpet Daily montage yesterday after listening to it. He was walking around the house going, boom, boom, boom and then laughing. He is a loyal listener because he has to be. He, uh, he listens to the Trumpet Daily during, uh, during the mat training each day. <laughs> so some blanket training together with Trumpet Daily. That's a good combo right there. Another one here says, just watch today's show. Thank you so much for the chuckle at the end of the show. When you showed the funnies, that was very amusing. Keep up the good work. Another one here says, ha-ha, that ending was wonderful. Another top-notch show. This one comes from, uh, from Massachusetts. As always, another great show. Thank you for the laugh-out-loud moments. You always deal with the facts. It was nice to see your humorous side and the creativity of the titles presented. Looking forward to the year-end montage. <laughs> Speaking of the long title of that government worker, whoever it was, Sam noted after the show yesterday that even within that word salad of a title, there was an acronym, VHA, I think it was. So 
it wasn't entirely spelled out. I think it was like 30 words, this guy's title, and within it you had VHA, whatever that stands for. It's crazy. It's crazy. And of course, the, the talking heads, their heads exploding at the thought of Donald Trump coming in and saying, you know what, maybe we don't need these agencies over here. Maybe we don't need this, uh, this bloated government with all of these, these word salad titles. Maybe we can trim things down and, and streamline a little bit. <laughs> Just common sense for most people. C- certainly not those in the regime media or in the bloated, oversized, inefficient federal government. This one here, another email. Thank you for the hilarious montage of light and humorous TD moments. Laugh out loud stuff for sure. And then the P.S. There's only one word to describe Tuesday's show. SAM! In all capitals. That's uh, certainly, certainly from Sam's father. The funny moments were great, says another one. I especially love the boom, boom, boom. And the title's given at the end. How hilarious. It's good to have a good laugh when there's so much evil going on in the world. Keep up the good work. And uh, Mr. Flurry and all the volunteers, staff, family members, certainly has been a year to remember. And that's true. And we've talked this week and last about the year ahead. A year, a, the year ahead, 2024. And maybe it is good that we can get in a few laughs or chuckles before we head into the momentous year of 2024. Another one here says, I needed it. I needed that, uh, that blooper reel in a world of bad news. So funny. I've seen every one of those shows and I laughed back then. Keep up the excellent work. This one here comes from Texas. It says, instead of having to grit my teeth, this is the one uh, talking about perhaps having more funny moments in the cold opens. It says, instead of having to grip my teeth during the cold openings with MSNBC, how about opening with funny moments? That way I wouldn't have to walk away, peel an orange, think what I'll do for supper until the show progresses. Just a rambling thought. Keep up the good work with whatever opening you desire. And of course that is tradition. It has been for a year or two now to open the show with the clip of the day. But that idea there, we'll think about it. Maybe we can have more funny openings. We'll see. This one here says, the ability to laugh at ourselves is, so, is, is such a wonderful gift. Thank you for allowing us to laugh at you. What? To laugh at you and with you. There we go. And with you this past year. I'm so looking forward to what our Father has in store for us in the coming year. Keep on keeping on. A couple more here. One, uh, one from Illinois. It says, yes, I enjoyed the funny clips. Thanks for that. God does give us peace and joy, and we are human, so there's bound to be a few hiccups sometime. Of course, when you're doing 230-some-odd programs a year, you're going to make a few mistakes, you're going to have a few blunders, and you're going to have some good laughs from time to time. All in good balance. The last one here comes from our very own state, Oklahoma. And she writes, the title for that VHA, etc., was hilarious. All that is missing is she, he, her, whatever the pronouns they put up now with their long titles. It's amusing. At the same time, sad. Isaiah 3, 
it says, paste it all over the screens. Thank you for the humor and the laugh. And so, speaking of amusing and sad, I'll just leave it to you <laughs> to make uh, what you want of this next montage. These are the, the amusing and also sad moments from 2023, clip four. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. Who's happy to be here? Raise your hands. Okay. Okay, so today, as you all saw just an hour or so ago, President Obama announced that, pardon me, President Biden. Whoa. LGDP, LGT, LBG, LGBTQ, Two plus. Uh, you look like a Smurf here, just going around and all this. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Why wouldn't one go to the happy place? <laughs> Kevin McCarthy walked by and he elbowed me in the kidneys as he walked by. You're quite confident this was deliberate. Oh, come on. Did I hit somebody? Of the chair. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? My Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. NBC News has also confirmed that classified documents were discovered at the home of former Vice President Mike Pence. I love your hat. <laughs> Thank you. One of your guys gave it to me for free. <laughs> Fox News Channel Dana Perino and Ilya Calderon. Uh, 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 Univision. Good evening. Good evening. Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Really, the most amazing part of the debate to me was the idea that, you know, the majority of my competitors believe that you can have a convicted felon um, as our nominee for president. So just to be clear, Governor Christie, you were kind of late to the game yeah. there. but No, you your no I'm doing this. Look, <laughs> look, I'm doing this. You didn't. Whoa, whoa. No. See, if Ambassador Haley is on the rise and DeSantis is on the decline, all while the former president holds, what does that mean for you? Yeah, I'm on the rise too, as your poll just showed. There's been some confusion over your last name and the pronunciation, and I'm just wondering, to correct the record, what is it? Oh, this is ridiculous, these stupid things. Listen, the way to pronounce my last name, winner. Governor Ron DeSantis is 56 points behind Donald Trump. This is an area I've, I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety. Joe Biden's on a weather balloon killing spree called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade says they're missing their balloon. The last time the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade saw their balloon, it was floating over Canada on February 11th the same day Biden shot down a balloon over Canada. So Joe shot a $12 balloon with a half a million dollar missile. We'll always act to protect the interest of the American people and the security of the American people. No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I, I misspoke, 25% of our country's entire debt. 
We're seeing almost 11 jobs created under this president. He's absolutely a magnificent leader. He is um, younger than I am, so I don't know what the... <laughs> now, it's important to note, President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. But my focus is just stay focused. I, uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times, <laughs> see if I had a brain. I'm not going to engage in that hypothetical, because Joe Biden is very much alive. When has it ever named me a time? Name me a time! John, Kajan, Katanji drowned Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Well, 0 to 62.9 seconds. I got it. Same exact drug made by the same exact company. We finally beat Big Pharma. As that, uh, that scene in the John Wayne movie, don't make me a dog-faced lion pony soldier. <laughs> All right. God save the queen, man. I like to think about a lot of things in the context of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. Venn diagram, three circles, right? And if you want to add some more circles to the Venn diagram, that Venn diagram is Venn diagrams. I love Venn diagrams. Venn diagrams. The three circles, you know, and then they overlap. Venn diagram. Diagram. Venn diagrams. Venn diagrams. There are Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Venn diagrams. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. First of all, let me say, Joe, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you since you were at my house a couple weeks ago for our hip-hop party. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and clap. <laughs> I'm so happy to be in the happy place. Thank you. <laughs> Why wouldn't one go to the happy place? And always one moon, like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop and every window on every in of every county country let me start this over again and always one moon like a silent drum tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country county county the havanaqua may I, I'm, I'm having trouble thank you i got it by the way anybody who doesn't think we have global warming hang out with me man Travel every major fire I've been. You know, when I speak to the business roundtable and the muckety mucks, are good. A lot, a lot of decent people. The very all the business enterprises, they look at me like, "Hey guys, don't jump, okay?" Holy mackerel! Don't jump! Don't jump, okay? Don't jump, okay? I've been in and out of Iraq and Iran, uh, Iraq and Iran, but Iraq, not Iran. I misspoke. Iraq and Afghanistan. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight e i g h percent. 8%. More than 12,000 brand new jobs in two years. That's more than any president of American history has created in four years. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. And your legislative leaders and that majority female legislator, legislature that you've got here, some bad people. <laughs> I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father I know and the best role model I know. I'm often asked, what is the best souvenir I got in two years as White House Chief of Staff? And my answer is very simple. 
It's this rock. <laughs> this plate, it's civil rock. <laughs> no, 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 that's not, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand it. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that, I, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. Each woman told my mother before I was born, don't be a mad child coming. Let me start by saying this. I am a product of a public school education. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But there are, you know, people of every age and, and gender, by the way, who see something about being the first that lets them know they don't need to be um, limited by other people's limited um, understanding of who can do what. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families and they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> For us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist. On the list of family to me, I said, my divine nine family. And there were people looking at each other, what's divine nine? And I thought to myself, you about to find out. <laughs> But there you go. There you go. As I say, you, uh, you don't know whether to laugh or to cry or maybe a little bit of both. I think uh, back when they stole the election in 2020, you know, there were some of us that thought, surely this illegitimate administration is not going to go on for many months or years. Three years into it now. Three years. And look at the... Look at the damage. Look at the devastation. Look at what's happened. As I said at the start, you know, the fake president's off on vacation and the border's just wide open. 
They've got a caravan coming that's as big as it's ever been. Because they see tens of thousands of illegals just streaming into the country and being given all of these handouts from Joe Obama. There's a, you know, if you think about a more serious point regarding the montage you just saw there, the U.S. and Britain in prophecy, this would be a great textbook to start with just to get the broad overview of Bible prophecy for our time. There's a verse, Leviticus 26 and verse 19, God says, I will break the pride of your power. And that's really what you, I went through Victor Davis Hanson's piece yesterday about what's happened abroad since the fake president has uh, come into power. The disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal in 2021, the Ukraine war starting in 2022. We've seen what's happened in Israel and Gaza this year. All of it, all of it under Joe Obama's watch. The pride of America's power is being broken. And then it says in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 37, And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations where the, the eternal shall lead you. That word byword, it means something pointed or, or a taunt. Just basically a joke. <laughs> you know, you're going to become a joke. I mean, this, this right there in Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, it identifies who Israel is today. Those lost tribes, the world doesn't know or understand their identity. But it's made known, it's made clear in this book, The United States and Britain in Prophecy. My father wrote this after the Afghanistan withdrawal in 2021. He said, God also prophesied that if our nations turned away from him, he would strip us of our power we would become a byword and a spectacle among our enemies. That's what's happening. People, people see this as I've made, as I've said this week. I mean, it's easy to laugh at some of this craziness, at, at some of this clownish behavior. But what are America's enemies thinking or doing? It says here, Bible prophecy was right about the rise of Britain and America, and it is right about the fall of Britain and America, and it's right about what will come next. Yes, indeed, the sure word of Bible prophecy. When we come back, we'll, we'll tidy up today's show with a few uh, loose ends, maybe a few more emails, a couple of, uh, of news items that have been sitting in the stack for a few days, uh, and also, the world watch for this week. We're bumping that up a day early because of uh, the special show tomorrow, which you won't want to miss. We've got the mega montage, the montage that's going to fill up most of the show as I'm able to kick back on the couch here in the studio. You're listening to Stephen Flurry, and this is the Trumpet Daily. If you'd like to email the show with some feedback, you can reach us at TD at the Trumpet. Com. We'll be right back. Daily News. Bible prophecy. See the connection on The Trumpet Daily. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the flood of news and information? 
You need something to sift the news and bring you only what matters most. You need the Trumpet Daily. You also need something to help you understand not just what's happening now, but what will happen next. You need the Trumpet Daily. Only the Trumpet Daily accurately matches daily news to precise Bible prophecies. Because Bible prophecy is the only tool up to the task of sifting the news down to what's important and showing you what will happen next. Join host Stephen Flurry every weekday. Go to TrumpetDaily.com. Japan has approved a record defense budget of $56 billion for 2024, an increase of more than 16% over this year. The new budget is expected to strengthen the nation's air and missile defense systems, accelerate the development of long-range cruise missiles, and pay for F-35 stealth combat jets and other American weapons. On the same day, Japan also partially lifted a ban on lethal weapons exports by allowing shipments of Japanese-made weapons and components under foreign licenses. Japan aims to increase its annual spending to around $68 billion, which would make it the world's third largest military spender after the United States and China. It plans to spend $300 billion through 2027. The record high budget marks a further break from Article 9 of Japan's constitution, which states that Japan will never use force as a means of settling international disputes. Prophecy indicates that Japan will continue to increase its military spending, as it has been gradually doing for years. Its record defense budget marks another step towards the formation of a massive multinational Asian army prophesied in your Bible. To learn more, read our Trends article, Why the Trumpet Watches Japan's March Toward Militarism. Iran has threatened to close the Mediterranean Sea and the Strait of Gibraltar if Israel continues to launch an offensive on Gaza with support from the U.S., Iranian media reported on December 24th. Iran is Hamas's biggest supporter and helped fund the October 7th terrorist attack on Israel. According to Iran, Israel and its supporters are committing crimes in Gaza by retaliating against Hamas. Iran-backed Houthi militias in Yemen have already forced the world's six largest shipping companies to suspend shipments through the Red Sea. Houthis have used drone and missile attacks to strike several commercial vessels that have no affiliation to Israel or the war. For years, Trumpet editor-in-chief Gerald Flurry has warned that Iran's pushy foreign policy will lead to a clash with a major European power led by Germany. To learn more about this prophecy and how the Mediterranean Red Sea trade route could have vital importance in its fulfillment, read The King of the South. Russian forces admitted to dropping grenades containing illegal tear gas on Ukrainian forces. The tear gas is prohibited by the Chemical Weapons Convention, which Russia agreed to in 1997. In a telegram post, the Russian Black Sea Fleet's 810th Naval Infantry Brigade said it made a radical change to its combat strategy in mid-December and has employed the tactic of dropping K-51 grenades from drones onto enemy positions. K-51 grenades contain a type of tear gas used for riot control that is banned as a method of warfare. This is not the first time that Russia has used chemical weapons in Ukraine. The Russia-Ukraine war is giving the world a vivid picture of the scale of evil Russian President Vladimir Putin is willing to commit. 
To learn more, read our free booklet, The Prophesied Prince of Russia. To learn more about current world news and how it relates to Bible prophecy, please visit thetrumpet.com. There's your latest installment of World Watch. A day early, as I said, because we just don't have the space for it tomorrow. Tomorrow's show, keep in mind, that's the end of the year mega montage. It's going to give you a sweeping overview of all of the most significant events from this calendar year. So make sure that you make time to tune in to Trumpet Daily tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon or evening, whenever it is that you watch the show. You can get to it at TrumpetDaily.com or at our Rumble channel, rumble.com forward slash Trumpet Daily. Just a couple of stories before we maybe conclude a little bit early with a few more emails. I haven't gotten to many emails in recent programs, but this one here from, uh, from Conservative Treehouse, the Michigan High Court rules that President Trump cannot be kept off of the Republican primary ballot as we've discussed, of course, this, uh, <laughs> this sham of a ruling in Colorado is meant to open the floodgates for all of these states to try to remove President Trump from the ballot. It didn't work so well in Michigan. Sundance says here, leftist groups are apoplectic, knowing the 2020 ballot fraud will be almost impossible to execute again in 2024. They're trying to figure out, okay, how can we cheat our way to victory this time around? It says, as a consequence, they have dropped to multiple vectors of defense, including the filing of lawsuits under a stretched lawfare provision of the 14th Amendment. It says the radicals claim the constitutional amendment disqualifies certain current public officials who are defined as participating in an insurrection. The leftist claim questioning fraudulent results in a in a manipulated national ballot harvesting operation is akin to an insurrection. I love this point that Sundance makes. It says here, questioning a leftist worldview is violence, but violence from leftists, that's free speech. <laughs> that's exactly what we saw in 2020 and then on January 6th. The violence in the summer of love, that's free speech. Then, then you had AOC out there saying, hey, we've got to cause some damage to get people's attention. We've got to cause some damage. We've got to burn cities down in order to raise our voices and cause change. We want social justice. We're social justice warriors. And, and you had all of them. You know, Maxine Waters, AOC, as I say, Biden, the fake vice president, all of them. If they weren't out there encouraging the violence, they were paying their bail so that they could get out of jail the next day. And then just a few months later, just a few months later, Trump supporters taking to the streets to give their voice, to give their support to Congress, to those that were going to actually look at the evidence of fraud in the election. That was considered violence. That was considered an insurrection. That was worse than Pearl Harbor. That was worse than 9-11. Some said it was worse than the Civil War. All of these uh, protesters that supposedly went to overthrow the government 
and they forgot to take any firearms, no guns, no knives, no weapons, nothing. But they were there. They were there to take over the government. Questioning a leftist worldview is violence, but violence from leftists is free speech. Sundance says here, President Trump, the overwhelming majority of Americans and courts, Sands, Colorado, has dismissed the lawsuits as politically motivated. Today, a Michigan high court dismissed another attempt, another attempt, by, a far, by the far left to keep President Trump from the Republican primary ballot. You talk about the clown world. <laughs> That's, that, at least there's some sanity left in, in certain venues or courts. In this case, Michigan, you know, Michigan, that's kind of a purple state as well. But the high court in Michigan smacked down this attempt to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. One more story here. Several people have emailed this to me, and it touches pretty close to home for me because, you know, this is a competition that my children participated in for a number of years and that some of the children that, uh, that, that work hard and, and perform on this campus uh, competed in. It comes from the Western Standard. It didn't get near as much publicity as it should have. But it says three Irish dance moms are decrying the idea that boys can become girls and girls can become boys and the result will be a fair athletic competition. This is just like that uh, swimmer in, uh, in, I think it was Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah, he was really average. Just an ordinary swimmer, not, not winning competitions. But as soon as he said, hey, I'm a girl, I'm a female, then he started winning everything. And, and, and we're supposed to sit here and say, that's completely normal. <laughs> nothing to worry about here. Nothing to concern ourselves with here. Just move on. We have one of the young gals in our church. She was in this competition. I forget where she placed, but this guy, <laughs> this man, this young boy, he's competing in this girl's competition, and he beats about 100 girls in the Irish Dance Association says, yeah, that's legit. This is what we're allowing now. Sodom and Gomorrah. It says here, shortly after switching genders, a 14-year-old entered the women's under 14, 2023 Southern Region Oroctas competition and claimed uh, first place beating almost 100 girls. 100 girls lost to this guy because the Irish Dance Association said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and allow transgenders to switch. It says, the three mothers are now sounding the alarm on the implications of children crossing genders to compete. They explained to IWF all the time, uh, all the time and expenses they've put into their children's athletic endeavors and that they expect fair competition in return for their investment. I mean, the amount of money, I would know this too, the amount of money and the time and the effort that goes into competing at the Irish dance level with these competitions, and then to have some guy switch over, some guy who was, I don't know how he did in boys' competitions, but he probably was not a champion. Then he switches over, and now suddenly 
He's the champion of the uh, under 14 grouping of girls. It quotes one of the mothers here. My daughter should have won second at uh, the Southern Region, region uh, Aractas, but she placed third because of him, one mother said. Uh, he was on, uh, on my radar, so to speak, because of his behavior towards other dancers. The boys are so much stronger and more powerful, and their uh, dance steps are different, she said. He insisted on standing next to her, but was incredibly aggressive and almost ran her off stage. My daughter burst into tears after the performance. It says, finally, he and his mom would go up to other young boys at local competitions and say, I'm coming for you at regionals. So he's not only a, <laughs> a weirdo as far as his sexual orientation goes, he's also pretty intimidating. Uh, and yet we're supposed to just as I say, carry on and pretend that all of this, this upside down world, is perfectly normal. Well, we've, we've certainly covered a lot of the upside down world themes this past year. As I said earlier, you have the mega montage set for tomorrow to give you a sweeping overview from uh, 2023. I'll only be on the air for a couple minutes tomorrow, but I'll be here to set things up for you and to enjoy. I haven't even seen it yet, but I'll be able to enjoy the mega montage with you. That's all that we have scheduled for today's show. We're going to finish just a few minutes early because we can. You're listening to Stephen Flurry, and this is the Trumpet Daily. Don't forget about the email address td at the trumpet.com. We thank you for joining us on today's show, and we'll see you tomorrow. We definitely, definitely will see you tomorrow.